Hi, and welcome to the Think Tank. This week, I'm speaking to Neil Lloyd of Zocket. Zocket is a way of raising your profile and growing your business through a trusted network of owners and directors of remarkable enterprises. So let's get started. So Neil, thanks first of all for joining me on the Think Tank. I think it's brilliant. Um, it's been an absolutely crazy few months or let's say a year because you're, you're the first person I actually have interviewed since uh, since January. So we, we, you're, you're the first person. So this is great. This is like new season. Um, what has changed or how has your business changed in a year? Oh, well, thank you for inviting me to this podcast. It has been an absolutely crazy uh, 12 months. And, you know, for us at Zocket, you know, we run business development events and marketing and support. And about, probably about 50% of our business was live events. You know, we did conferences, mm. we did exhibitions, we were um, doing business in stadium, um, you know, stadium venues, in hotels. We did kind of mixers in restaurants. So all the things that effectively got closed. Yeah. <laughs> were things that we, you know, we couldn't do those events anymore. So it has been a really, really um, different time. But it's been a time of uh, opportunity as well. So we've been really pivoting um, in terms of putting everything online mm. and doing all our meetings online. So we kind of were doing, uh, using software for... Um, exhibitions, we're using software for meetings, for mixers, and we just had to really, really sort of think on our feet and just uh, speak to our clients and our audience and, you know, hope that they came with us and, and, and on that journey. And, you know, thank goodness they did. And, and I think that, um, and of course, they were having to pivot as well as in their business. Well, so exactly. it's been interesting times for a lot of people. And what's been really interesting about what's been... Um, brilliant about it is that we've been going on this this kind of uh, I suppose this pivoting journey together a lot of us definitely there's a, a bit of community in that isn't there even though you know I wouldn't wish the pandemic on anyone all the horrible things that have happened um, it has galvanised I think us to think differently definitely so a lot of things that we were that we were doing you know we've dropped A because we had to drop them but B sometimes you felt well you know what this really um isn't serving the business or our clients anymore. And now this is our chance to, to rethink and mm. to relook at everything and to, and to get really at the core of what it is that we want to deliver for our business and for, for our clients. Do you, do you think that's and happening? That's been a, yeah, so oh, that's been, that's been, it's, it has been a whirlwind. It's, yeah. been, um, it's been an adventure, but it's been an adventure from our sitting room. <laughs> Yeah. Do you do you think like because you, you say that and I think a lot of other people may think the same. Have you have you used this time to completely reevaluate everything about your company? Yeah, absolutely. And then what was interesting, uh, Chris, is that we, we were starting to do this already. Um, so before I think it was twenty nine spring twenty nineteen, we started introducing online events because I felt there were lots of people that couldn't come to physical. Um, on location events for whatever reason, it might be they live too far away, they may have had mobility issues or whatever it is, or time um, time constraints. So we were starting to do that and I quite enjoyed them. I was thinking, do you know, I'd like to do more of these. Yeah. <laughs> Little did I know then, six months later, it'd be all I would be doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it has, it has made us think about what is at the core of what we do. And, you know, we're about connecting businesses. We're about um, providing a place to, for business owners to make connections and develop their leadership, and not just with other business owners, but with the best ideas. So I was thinking, well, how do you know? So, so in fact, doing that where we do that doesn't really matter. True. And actually, we stripped away all the uh, the stuff like you know we used to do things like. Uh, um, mixers with, with Prosecco and canopies and all this kind of stuff and you thought well actually if you strip all that away um, that wasn't really what the business was about that was the kind of the trappings around it the yeah. kind of things that made them a bit of an event of what we did but actually by, by stripping that away we were actually really be, were able to focus on the heart of what we or what, what we wanted to achieve you know what our purpose was and fine tune it really and to really nail that down so yeah absolutely lots of thinking of course we had lots especially at the start of the the first lockdown we had mm. lots of time to think didn't we yes um, most definitely and, and certain days uh it's been so busy um i felt you know how did i actually travel anywhere in the past you know i haven't got enough time in the day to do to do these things yeah so yeah it's been um it has it has been something to uh, a great time to evaluate yeah. I agree I, I think because I, I mean me personally I think I wanted to do this interview in an ideal scenario that's why I held off for so long I wanted to do this this interview and a few other interviews face to face because I thought oh we'll we'll be at the end now and that's just that's just totally not happened but <laughs> but there we go um with, with um a question I have for you because you you encounter businesses every day that's part of your job um now, there's been grants and loans and everything like that thrown around like sweets by the government at the moment. Um, some are getting more than what they need. That's clearly evident. And some clearly aren't getting enough. Um, what's been your thoughts on the schemes that are out there at the moment? Well, it's funny, isn't it? it's interesting, because I think um, there was an element of the government having to get things out there quickly. Although it hasn't really felt like that for some people. And what it's shown, in my opinion, is that uh, local government and, and central government don't really have a full understanding of what the business landscape is today. Yeah. You know, the, the, the criteria that was used was very old-fashioned. It was often was based on things like business rates and all this kind of stuff. And we've already moved on from that. Yeah. And I felt that um, there was this lack of understanding. I think it's been there for many years, but it seems to have been shown up even more now, of that SME market. Yes. You know, I, yeah. I think governments are very good at perhaps, maybe, maybe not so, but you know, I think they're better at understanding the, very, the big business mm-hmm. and they're good at understanding public sector and delivering services through that model. Yeah. But when it comes to all the different permutations of running an SME, um, I just don't think that that understanding was there. And, and that translated then into how the funding was, was communicated and also how it was apportioned. And it was, it was people, I know that... You know, they, they, they were having, they had maybe a little eBay shop or something and they had a, they had a store making a couple of hundred pounds a, a month, um, you know, uh, on, the, on the side. Yeah. And they were given, you know, 10 grand or 25,000 pounds because they had a business rate. And yeah. the other people had really, you know, powerful, uh, forward-thinking, um, viable businesses that were struggling to get any help at all. Definitely. And it was, that was really really painful to see um so i'm hoping that there'll be some sort of review and there'll be a bit of an updating of the, of the thinking and knowledge yeah um, of that and i think a lot of it comes down to the fact that i think in some of the decisions the, the tables where 
where these decisions are made, I don't think there's enough representation from SME businesses. I totally and agree. And people who are actually running SME businesses. Yeah. No, I, I think that's, that's a real issue. Um, and, I, and I think it's been an issue for, for many years. But now it's become even more important. Yeah. And yet the, the, the government's big push at one point was to get everybody self-employed and get people working on their own businesses and things. And then, yeah, there's no infrastructure yeah. to support that in, in these instances. Yeah, absolutely. And for some of the smaller businesses that were were encouraged to perhaps be sole directors of a limited company, mm-hmm. and they were just left out. Yeah, definitely. Try, really. I mean, yeah. they, you know, they, they were doing exactly what the government was encouraging them to do several years ago yeah. by setting up a limited company and becoming their sole director. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's not, you know, it hasn't, it's been a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah. And I think um, all I can recommend for people to do is just to keep connected with people, keep your ears to the ground, claim what you can claim, um, yeah. and write to your MP, write to your councils, you know, write to the people, you know, who can affect change. Because hopefully, um, you know, what is happening is having this, this sort of two tier kind of uh, society happening within the business world. I think it just needs to to um, level to go back to about you know it's about enterprise, it's about business, it's, it's about those ideas that take life forward mm-hmm. in some way positively. Yeah. Um, I think that's what the government should really be funding in terms of the support packages. Yeah. The people that are doing that. Yeah. Now pick, picking up on your point there, um, re- rebuilding a business, I suppose, is going to be incredibly tough for some people so aside from networking at socket um what else should business owners be looking to do in an ideal fashion uh, right now in the pandemic mm-hmm. well i think it's i suppose not one not one thing suits suits everyone yeah. so i think i'd always go from the point of if you're running a business what is it that first of all that you want to achieve mm-hmm. there are, there's a million different business models and strategies and ways you can grow a business but What's important is that you, you do it in a way that you, you're going to enjoy it and you're, you're going to keep wanting to do it and it gives you the lifestyle and the income that you want. So I think starting from that point is a good, a good thing to think about. Um, and then do a lot of research because there's so much available now that we can do uh, online or um, in terms of becoming more tech-enabled mm-hmm. that some of the old strategies that used to work don't work anymore, or the old things that we had to do, we don't need to do anymore. And maybe those are costs that we can actually reduce. Yeah. Um, so I think to look at all, all those different options, speak to people. So networking is, is great. You, know, you mentioned you mentioned that, and that's a big part of what we do. Yeah. But not just about networking to get new business, but networking to find out what other people are doing as well. Mm-hmm. And what I found um, that's been great in the pandemic is that you know our members and people that come to our events. I've been really, really generous in um, sharing what's been working for them, uh, little hints and tips. Yeah. Um, you know, and some of, some of our, our businesses that we, you know, we, we support, some of them have been able to just transfer everything online and it's pretty much business as, as usual, but yeah. we just changed the, the sort of conduit to do it, if you like. And there's been other businesses that have had to completely change to a different market or even completely change their their service offering. Yeah. Or both. Oh yeah, definitely yeah. And yeah, and I think I think if, if that excites you, I mean, if if you're, if you're thinking, do you know, I wasn't really enjoying the business I was running anyway. 
This is a great time to think. Well, now let's do something different. Yeah, no, def. Actually, on the on the note of your your own business, I mean, there there will be some people who don't know what Zocket uh, is. God, if I can get my put my teeth back in. Um, so your own business. Can you tell me a little bit more about what what Zocket is, how it came to life, and and what sort of services it offers for people who've never heard of it? Yeah, absolutely. So we call ourselves a business evolution platform. And we launched about seven years or so ago. Really? And I've, I suppose in the past, I've, 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 had very, I've been around the block. I've done lots of different businesses in different sectors. I've worked in public sector, private sector, all sorts of things. Um, I know, you know you're similar to me that we like a bit of variety in, 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 how, in, in what we do. But one of the things I felt was missing was a place for um, growing business owners to, because seven years ago now, to... Um, to form a community where they're actually helping each other grow their business, which was, it wasn't just about networking, but it was also about leadership development and um, noticing what's, what, 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 what trends there are and also what trends have maybe been forgotten or what business wisdom has been forgotten in the past that we can bring to light. So I thought, well, if we actually co-create something, a community of business owners that are actually supporting each other to grow their business, yeah. learning at the same time, and doing it in a way that suits business owners. Now, business owners, you know, we are, we are, you know, quite an unusual breed. We tend to sort of have to think on our feet a lot. We, um, some of the things available to us in terms of um, education, for example, maybe wouldn't suit, suit us. So, for example, for me at the time, I was thinking about doing my, um, seven years about doing my PhD. I thought, you know what, I just haven't got the time to, to, to do <laughs> to yeah. do this at the same time as running a business. And I was thinking, well, other business owners are probably in that same position. That, you know, we want to keep educating ourselves to become better business owners and to help um, develop our staff, serve our clients. There must be a better way of doing this that fits with our busy schedules and just, you know, so we can get to the sort of, get to the point, if you like, around what it is that we need to know to move our business forward. Right. Um, and I thought, if, we, if I can create a, a community um, around that, with, those, with, the, with that in mind, um, that really excited me. Yeah. So I, so I just thought, right, I, you know, so I, so I was thinking about this for quite some time. I've been networking in the past. I've been a trainer and, and, and all this in the past and a coach and, and, and various things. And then one morning I just woke up and I remember it was a really um, clear morning in Wales, the most beautiful days in Wales that we get occasionally. Yeah, well, very rare. <laughs> I woke up about five in the morning, which is really early for me, actually. I just had this moment of clarity. Um, and I, I did a bit of a, you know, I, I got a big sheet of paper and I put all my ideas up on. I went for a bit of a walk in the, you know, along the hills and seeing the beautiful Welsh landscape. And when, when I arrived back to my home, I, this idea just popped into my head. And it was just so clear in that moment, and, and that was the, that was the start of, of the business. Yeah. Um, and the first thing I did was um, was uh, spoke to everyone I knew, really. So I just picked the phone up and spoke to all the business owners, and I said, "Listen, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? Is it a good idea?" And everyone had a really positive response to it. Yeah. Because it was something at the time that was very fresh, something new. It was different to what was currently out there already, and still is. Um, that we. I just felt right. This is this is something I want to um, put my time into, put yeah. my energy into, put my passion into. 
and we've just grown from there, really. And we've, I've seen we've built it and built it over the time, and it's ch probably changed a little bit from when, it, from when it started seven years ago. But that's what evolution's about, and that's what business is about, is about changing and developing and adapting. Is it very fluid at the start then, sort of like, I have this idea and I need to unpack it and, you know, that sort of yeah, thing? Yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And it was, and it was interesting because people often say to me, well, where does the name come from? I was going to ask you and, that. Yeah, it's yeah, a question yeah, yeah, I was going to ask. It's never a simple answer because it was from this idea generation. I had, I had lots of thoughts in my head around... Um, I wanted this. Uh, I wanted this community to, to, to have a toolkit for business owners to grow their business. That's where the kit came from. And I had this idea of of a sort of connection, which was the circle, which became the O, and that would be a portal for, for information. The, the Z was an arrow. I had this idea of a sort of a rocket and a kind of rounded rocket. So there's okay. all these different ideas that came together. Yeah, um, I can see it. And this word just popped out to me. I thought, well, that, isn't that an interesting word? And I googled it, and I thought, oh, this there's no doesn't seem to exist anywhere and there's no trademark and there's no this and I just thought you know what I'm just going to go for it really so um so I so I so I named I named the business on the same morning that I had the idea of the business so and it was all it was all kind of and I had five my, my investment I, I wanted to run this business you know in the black from from spare one so the investment I put into the business was £5.34, which is what it cost for the domain name. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then that afternoon, I made my first sale for the business as wow. well. So I just, I was a real quick, quick kind of, um, you know, to market. And I, and I, you know, and it just seemed, and ever since it's just flowed. And it's been a real joy to run. And it's been yeah. a real joy working with other business owners that's what I love doing because they are such a um, a rare breed and mm. it's, you know and, and it's exciting being around other business owners and, definitely and those ideas that kind of like you know sort of sparring off each other it's, it's a really amazing thing so it's something I'm so glad I decided to do yeah I, I feel really bad now because my my first my first business name was uh, my first company was Apollo and that was I needed a name very quickly and I I, I was driving in my car and as I stopped a Lynx bottle of Lynx deodorant which was Lynx Apollo rolled from under the seat and I thought there we are we'll call it Apollo no I don't think so no not at all <laughs> but um yeah well it'd be a completely different company <laughs> yeah I'm sure my age now remember what was the high, was it high karate was it getting the, the oh I don't know I, I I was wondering if you were going to say brute or something. Then I was like, no, I don't think you're that old. Yeah. Um. So talking about so networking, I assume is the is I presume anyway is the core of sort of Zocket uh, is is the center of Zocket. So what does networking do for businesses? That's a simple question, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, it's funny because networking, I suppose. Everyone really networks, you know, if they, even, if, even if they don't realise they're, they're doing it, um, at all various levels. So, when you think of some of these giant businesses like Amazon and uh, Facebook, whatever you think of those businesses, those business owners would, be, would have been networking with other people. Mm -hmm. um, so, net, so, whatever size of your business is, wherever your goals are, there's always an element of, of, of networking. And it's about creating strategic alliances 
largely. And you know, some some of those some people that you meet, and you, you might go to a networking event or a specific business networking event, and you know, I always find that you you take something from from that experience and you give something back to that experience at the same time. We have this mantra in Zocket that every business owner you meet knows something that you don't know yet. That's true. But when you yeah. start talking to them, you know, and I've maybe met some people that maybe only met once in my life, but they one little conversation has made a difference in terms of my thinking or in terms of maybe they've um, given me a bit of local information that I've been able to tap into. Yeah. And then there are other relationships that you build through networking that become lifelong partnerships where perhaps you're sharing business with each other or maybe you're acting as a bit of a support for each other, you know, so, so you can pick the phone up when you're having a bad day or, um, you know, perhaps you, you, even though it's turned for a certain part of your business, you just want, so, you just want a, a sounding board or someone, yeah. to speak, someone to speak to and run some ideas past. So networking can, can work on that as well. As well as, of course, um, attracting clients directly, and yeah. that does happen too. Yeah. But I really see networking as more about the strategic alliances, and I think one of, and I think going, going, approaching it in that way, is a really healthy thing to do, and just allowing that serendipity to happen a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because I think, as they, if you, I think if you overforce it and just think, right, I'm only going to go to speak to these types of um, businesses or those types of businesses, you can miss out a lot of other rich um, knowledge. Definitely. No, I, to, I totally agree there. Yeah. And and the the other side of it, I find anyway, is that networking for me is I find business people who own businesses to be a very, like you say, a, a rare breed, but not just that. They tend to be very lonely and isolated. So this yeah. creates like a, a sort of a family around them where they wouldn't have had that before. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, if you run a business and maybe, you know, maybe... Like, you know, in my family, and and probably the only person that really runs a business. Um, and I think it can, it can be lonely because, of course, if the people that are immediately around you are doing something very different, yeah. in terms of the context of work, they, they might have quite different values as well. Definitely. Um, and that can cause uh, uh, sort of conflicts and all sorts of things. So actually having, having a family or a community of people that are on the same... You know, of the, of the same ilk and uh, of the same sort of mindset in terms of entrepreneur entrepreneurship, that is a really powerful thing to, to have. Um, and isolation is a bigger one of the biggest killers of um, businesses, I believe. Definitely, and the problems that isolation um, causes. Yeah, because I think if you're in isolation, I, I don't know. When, when I've ever felt isolated in my business, I've probably made some really terrible decisions. I think it's because you don't talk. Stepped out of that and actually connected with people, had a conversation. Yeah. I find my thinking's become clearer. My decision making has become better. Um, I think it's very easy, isn't it? Especially in today's world, to sort of lock yourself away and just work out the business. Yeah, definitely. But I just feel that you might go fast in the short term with that approach but I just don't think there's longevity in that approach I totally agree no um I, my uh, time wise I'm almost up but I want I kind of wanted to ask you one more question if you don't mind yeah. so um so net back to networking slightly so 
networking relies pretty much on a face-to-face -face sort of format. And I know we talked about the transitioning from that. Um, so it forced a lot of other networking groups. Um, I know you'd obviously already started the process, but it forced them all to sort of pivot very quickly. But can you see a day where um, networking goes back to full face-to-face -face, or are we all headed to, to Zoom or is there going to be a hybrid model? Any thoughts? Yeah, it's interesting. Absolutely, probably all, all of the above. I, I, I think we don't know yet, to be, um, I mean, as we're recording this this um, podcast, what that roadmap or timeline is, is going to be yeah. and whether things are going to be up and down for, for a bit. And I think there's always going to be a place now for online networking. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, I mean, we're finding now some, some of our groups, and we have a sort of, you know, a network of local hubs, but we'll find, you know, people that are members of that and maybe wouldn't be able to drive anyway to a, to a physical event. Yeah. So I think the nature of the groups and, and how far the, the spread of those people with in terms of where they live, I think it, it's become larger. Yeah. So I think, I think different things are going to happen. I think there'll be some networking organisations that will go completely back when they possibly can, as soon as they can, to having breakfast and lunches and, and uh, uh, you know, Prosecco and all this. Yeah. I think there'll be some that will stay entirely online. Maybe some that will do a bit of a blend. Maybe they'll have separate groups, one online, one one that's not, or or mm. maybe have a sort of quarterly on location meeting and have sort of Zoom meetings in between. So it is hard to say, um, but I do think that the online uh, video networking is here to stay oh, in I, some I, form capacity. I and, totally and agree, and that's what I'm hearing from our members is that they love. They, 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 they actually prefer it. Well, I, I, I've got to be fair, sometimes I do as well, because I mean, we, we both mutually know uh, a, a woman who lives in France um, yes. and, and can network with us. Um, from from the pivot side of that, if, if I decide, you know, oh, I'm going to go on holiday, but I still want to network, I can still do that if it's over Zoom or like we, we're recording this on Zoom. person you mentioned was in France was part of our mastermind and used to meet in Cardiff City Stadium yeah. and we'd order a big lot of um, Domino's pizza in and we'd come and we'd, we'd, we'd do five hours focus on our on our businesses, a group of us. Um, and I remember thinking, gosh, how am I going to do that online? But we've done it. Yeah. We're, we're still doing those mastermind sessions uh, now and we're doing it online. And in some ways, people are getting more value from it. I suppose you haven't got the traveling, you've got, exactly. you know, they're able to sort of put a bit of focus at the end of the meeting on, you know, enacting the actions that they've identified from the mastermind meeting. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it, it is, it is an, an interesting thing. That's fantastic. Thanks, Neil. A great insight there into the world of Zocket and some fantastic thoughts from Neil. If you'd like to speak to him or attend a Zocket meeting for yourself, you can head to www.zocket.co.uk or find them across all main social media platforms. You'll also find a link to their services in the description of this podcast. Thanks once again for joining me this week on what is our first of our 2021 season. In the coming weeks, I'm joined by politicians, including First Minister for Wales, Mark Drakeford, serial entrepreneurs and business owners, as well as support and advice from the best in their industry. Have a great day.